Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 36. Uh, I don't think we've got anything crazy planned to talk about this time around. We have Jeremy on, because uh, we initially didn't think Luke would be back from his move, or would have internet after his move to Tennessee. But he does, so he's here as well. And then we've got the usual cast, Richie, Cody, and myself. Um, and I think the name of the game this time, at least for the three of us, me, Richie, and Cody, it's just Badlands prep, right? We've got that in a couple weeks, and I know my shit still needs a ton to get done to it. I've been working on other people's crap nonstop, and I know I have some, some stuff I need to address on mine, uh, so that's sort of where we're at. Jeremy, I know you were talking before we even started this about your transmission job that you just, you did in like four hours? Let yeah, well, maybe not nearly that quick, but in a in a morning. Morning. Yeah, the uh, I came back from Michigan a couple weeks ago. I jumped in my Jeep to go to the river because it's been pretty hot around here lately, mm. and uh, I made it to the end of the street barely. <laughs> <laughs> promptly turned around because I didn't have second gear. So uh, <laughs> Jesus. Fortunately, I did have another transmission because I, I had a feeling that the current one with 390,000 didn't have many miles left in it. <laughs> so, uh, when. No offense, but what was it, over a year ago now that I went out to see you and that thing was shifting like shit? Yep. Yep. That was over a year ago. So. so and I ran it out of fluid another time since then, which probably didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> No, they W4s. They run on piss and hatred. And when you leave them alone for too long, they commit seppuku. Yep, I left for a week and it got mad at me and then it and then it was done. So, <laughs> wow. So, but, was that really it? You'd like consistently drive it? Do you, do you think it was because you let it sit? I mean, I I park it for the winter. So, okay. it does sit for a few months out of the year. Um, so I think it was just bad luck i came home i went to drive it it didn't drive and uh the following day my volkswagen broke a coil spring so i think i was just having some bad luck yeah yeah so it just the dominoes all fell at the same time yep so but we magically got an extra holiday this year so i bought a transmission jack on my way home from work and uh started a transmission swap at 8 a.m and i drove the jeep to the club's annual Jeep meet at Cabela's. Um, I was in the parking lot before five o'clock. So, and I've been driving the wheels off the Jeep since I've put probably 600 miles on it in the last week and a half. Holy shit. So I drove it up to the Cape this past weekend, which was, uh, it was like three hours up there. It was probably five hours back with traffic. And uh, I've been driving around pretty much everywhere I can. So Can't just say to have it back. So it's good Jeep weather this time of year. Mm, except for the rain right now. Yeah, except for the rain. I'm probably going to have to go put doors on or make room in the garage. That's literally why I was missing when you got on. Because my wife came up and like, hey, it's kind of pouring outside and you don't have doors on, you dumbass. Oh, it's <laughs> sunny she was here. mocking you. Yeah, no, it, it, it was a downpour here, Jeremy. It, it looks sunny oh. behind Richie, too. So I, I it, it is. It's it, the sun. The sun never went away. It was just you know, it, it, if the sun disappeared, I would have 
gone and looked, but no, the sun was out. I'm like, oh, it's not raining out. I mean, it's hot enough that even if it did get soaked, it would probably just dry out and yeah. Be ready I'm for like, the next oh yeah, doors off anyway. <laughs> but what, when Jess <laughs> told me that, it. I looked at the uh, the weather real quick, and it's it my my phone's saying rain for the next like week. Yeah, I'm not too happy about that, especially because I got a lot of shit to do, and my Jeep's outside. So you're gonna have to work I'm, in the rain. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get like a pop up or pop up or something, and just fucking make it happen. I'm looking, and it's just like, oh, Wednesday through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, sunny, and then just rain for the next week after that. So, yep, should should be a little exciting. All right, and before we transition too far away from the uh, the doors off the jeeps, Jeremy, how the hell do you take the pins out? I, I I could look it up. I've looked it up multiple times, and I definitely know how to do it. I just don't. I want to confirm that you have to pop the pins out on the 2000 plus, right? Or the 97? Up? Yes. Which one is the one with the different hinge it's style? 97 and newer. Yeah. So um, do, yep. So are yours not going about? Are it, yours not removable at all right now? No, no, no. So yeah, they, they stay on. Okay. I'd like to make them removable. I have yeah, pins. So I, yeah. So I use hitch pins from Tractor Supply. I believe they're quarter inch hitch pins. Mm -hmm. um to replace the factory pins but i literally take a dremel i cut the pin in half and i just shove a chisel in there and i push one side out the top one side out the bottom um to get the doors off the first time and then i i have to like line the door up and slide a pin in top and bottom every time i take them on and off so okay. it's not so a fun sucks, process it's i mean it probably takes me like three or four minutes to do the both of them okay so but it's it's more of a two-person job than it would be if i could just like slide them on i think richie has a cool way that he did his i don't think he has to actually slide a pin in right no no uh, that's actually what i was gonna say is uh, i slide mine on and off like a wrangler do okay so the... did you what year I, is your I, jeep uh, 99 98 oh. So did you cut part of the hinge off the door? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. I, I cut the bottom part of the hinge. Yep. So that you can way just slide it them down. opens it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Richie, yeah. you're the one who told me how to do this. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I told you how to do that multiple <laughs> times. So how do the doors close now? Like, do they still close like factory or have they sagged due to so, the lack of support? So originally, they closed just fine. But mm -hmm. the issue with where if you don't do something to replace your factory pins, mm -hmm. it's they'll start to slide up out of their where they sit. Okay. Every time you go to slide your doors back on. So uh, can that be fixed by just welding in like a or drilling it out and then putting like a quarter inch bolt with a really long shank on it, cutting the threads off and just welding that in so it would be like a replacement for the pin? Yeah, that's that's what I was just gonna say. Is that that is on my list to do sometime in the next like month or two? Is exactly what you just said, Luke. Just because that the reason why they start sagging is, or at least in my case, is the pin doesn't go through all the holes anymore. Mm -hmm. It only goes through the top set, so it has a lot more wiggle room. Yeah, gotta do it. No, because the one nice thing about my setup is, although it's a pain, like the doors, the doors haven't sagged at all. They're still watertight. Yep. Even, I mean, the Jeep's been on its side and it's still 
watertight. Yeah. So. God damn it, Emily. <laughs> yep. She'll never live it down. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Rolled on flat pavement. Yep. <laughs> See, I don't have to right. worry about. I don't have to worry about my doors being watertight because they're not because they're bananaed so they are open at the top and it just leaks in anyways. But. I mean, I'm you thinking... could definitely shim that out. Yeah, yeah, I definitely could. I could try. <laughs> but I just think I've had issues with the, and I know it, I think it's a fairly common issue is uh, if you actually, you know, off-road the thing enough, it'll, uh, you break the, the latch mechanism off of the door. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is... I mean, it makes sense, but it's kind of frustrating. I had, I had, my original doors did that, and I got another set. I had them sitting behind my garage, and I went and grabbed them. I was like, oh, this door's fucked. I'll just go get my other door. Well, the other door had the same shit. Like, same <laughs> problem. So I was like, okay, I've got to fix one of them, and I'm going to use the clean door, not the fucked up door. But that makes me concerned for cutting the hinges down. You know what I mean? Right? Because I'm it's already seems like there's a lot of force on that door in weird spots anyways. See, when you do I, have the doors on. I believe that maybe it's unjustified. If you were but... to uh, replace them with a beefier pin, that's also longer than what your factory pin is. And then tack weld it in place. You mm-hmm. wouldn't have that sagging issue. Mm-hmm. Just cause I, I've tried tacking the factory pins in place and it always blows the tack right off yeah mm. see so because it's under a lot of pressure it's just pushing the pin out if you i bet you if you no, it, that pin it blows it, it off move. when i try putting the door on oh okay well okay. but even right after tacking it in place it'll plop, pop it right off well maybe you just i don't think the better penetration are there's plenty of <laughs> penetration i just don't think the uh pins are a nice material to work with mm. i could be wrong but it wouldn't surprise know. me if they're just trash steel i mean it is a jeep look at the metal they use for the unibodies everyone here can attest that welding stiffeners on fucking blows cock i don't it's know pretty I, bad i i had a horrible time but dude i'm telling you that that dude marvel motherfucker be killing it with the, he did I stiffeners right yeah five yeah, minutes those look each nice side, each side five minutes no Jeez. bullshit Swear yeah, to yeah, God, yeah. that dude is fucking stupid with it. Like, but that I, kid also welds for a living. You're right, but like, it's nuts, nice. dude. I nice. I think I walked mm. away, started cooking a cheeseburger, and he was like, "All right, the right side's done." Like, the right side's fucking done. He's like, "Yeah, you gonna prep the left side, or what are we gonna do?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm about to eat." <laughs> like, <laughs> but but yeah, no. To like an inexperienced person, yeah, stiffeners are. No, it is uh, front stiffeners not to discredit his welding ability i've seen what he can can do and it's pretty uh he's a pretty good welder but the front stiffeners aren't nearly as bad as the mids and the back the back i feel like is usually oh, yeah. rotted and there's other shit to worry about or it's tweaked or there's something going on and the mids section is just covered in crap always so and it's just the front's the, always the like a little bit a little bit saved yeah. from some of that so like i again yes I am giving him a lot of credit, but yeah, fronts are easier, but still, I've 
like looking at my mids to my like fronts now, I'm just like, God, why did I even try? Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Because <laughs> as shitty as they are, stiffeners are a great introduction to welding. Yeah, especially because nobody really looks at them for the most part. Yeah, if they don't look great, and you have way more yeah, weld exactly. area than you really need. Yeah, and it's not like you're welding it to a, you know, a quarter inch plate. You're welding it to sheet metal that you could look at wrong and it would burn through. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not. So you really have to improve your skills as you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And there's plenty to weld. <laughs> there's a lot. Yep. <laughs> so you get lots of practice, and you. You get to practice in really weird positions. Mm. Yep. Fuck. That is no joke where you're crawling from the other side under so that way you can get a piece. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those fun times. Fun That's fun. why a lot of people flip them over when they do like the... Uh, I've seen... Like a rotisserie? Few, yeah, they, they put it on a rotisserie <laughs> so they can do the thing. Oh, up. I'm so jealous of that. <laughs> I've done four sets of stiffeners now. And uh, oh, if I never had God. to do another set, I'd be okay. But yeah. I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't, I don't want any of that. That's a mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You just embrace the suck. I just still yep. can't get over how weird the angle of my track bar is. Like, I know that I've spoken with a few people on here about it, but like, it's just it's angled so fucking weird. It's angled like forward. It's almost angled like the the frame side is angled towards the headlight. Like, yeah, I get it. It's gonna have I'm to wondering angle. if there's a little bit of, uh, like, because of how your stiffener went on, I'm wondering if there, and I'm not saying it went on bad, but I'm saying I'm wondering if it just kicked the angle a little bit. No, no, because the bracket is straight. The bracket is on. But, like, if you look at how, like, the bracket sits, it's supposed to sit flat, and, the, like, then the track bar, like, mount faces towards the axle. It's, like, mm -hmm. angled, like, 13 degrees forwards. It's so weird. The You're bracket is? No, so yeah hold on let me see if i could post uh, i think i have a picture somewhere but yeah so you know how, like there's your stock bracket that like the actual like mounting part that bolts into the four bolts that goes onto the unibody and then there's yeah. the piece that goes underneath that you would mount the actual track bar to that mount part is angled forwards towards the headlight but like a, a, a noticeable a noticeable amount which is weird to me because I looked it up to it's not for a stretch. It's meant for a stock application. Well, not a stock, but like an over the axle stock location setup. Just so weird. I mean, granted, yeah, of course, it has to be angled a little bit forward, but it just seems off. Well, I mean, if you're using Himes, it doesn't really matter as long as it's not like 30 degrees out of whack. I think like 10 is probably fine because you're really right. It just has to go. It's not Check pivoting forward and back that much. Correct. Well, it will. It's just it does seem odd though for like a bolt-on. Check piece the general. To be... You can kind of see the rough like. Yeah. Like you can see, see where my granted, granted, yes, my axle is drooped out well, but well more than what it should. But you can kind of see that that's the bracket, and that it's like angled towards the front, <laughs> like very. It also might that's be angled like bad. that. To uh, kind of make mating that brace a little bit easier. Potentially. Yeah, actually, that's probably the most no, valid the brace... reason. Oh, uh, no, you're right. I guess the brace Because it's got to go, go straight across to that other, those bolt holes over there, right? Yeah, which, funny enough, it's, they're stiffeners. Like, they're not stiffeners. They're uh, uh, sway bars, but they're back. It's like another set behind It's a uh, track bar. 
for a right-hand drive. Yep. Oh, fucking cool. Well, yeah, that's, that's cool. they gotta gotta build it somehow. They gotta that's, flip that's the steering cool. so the track bar's flipped. Hmm. Huh. Who and it's yeah. a lot of use. It's a lot easier to use the same cookie cutter line than <laughs> to have to have two separate lines. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. And but yeah, so the track bar is bolted on, and well, the track bar mount is bolted on and welded on. So even if that track bar is wrong, it ain't coming off. We're just getting new control arms. And <laughs> like, <laughs> then we're we're stretching that cocksucker and getting some coilovers or something. I don't know. Yeah, you can put a bend in it on the. When you go to your one tons, you can put a bend in that bar and yep. probably use that mount again. Oh, yeah. I'll be well, I'm pretty it, excited about it. Is it offset also, out or is it? It's offset like forward. Yeah, it's, I know it's, it's not offset forward. It doesn't sit in like the. Oh, uh, okay. See, if you want it to drive nice on the road with one tons, you got to have it sit outside the frame. Or yeah. You should. So the, the one I just did. Yeah, so, like that's why I have all my problems. It's because mine is so offset outside the frame rail. It's got so much leverage to pull in that frame rail. But if I have it any closer in, then it's not going to match the length of the drag link, and I'm not going to have ideal. I'm going to have bump steer. Oh, I, didn't I do have a little bit, that. but it is not. Near, I can't have a perfect setup unless I did a coil over i can't have my track bar where it should be exactly because the coil is right in the way yep same i here. mean you could potentially well it would depend yeah. you've seen my setup right? yes yes you i could <laughs> i could bend over backwards <laughs> literally like welded around the coil but uh yeah go around the coil spring it's a dana but 50 yeah. i don't care that much about it yeah I, that's fair. i don't have it rides pretty damn good for what it is so I've got a shorter track bar than yours, and mine's perfectly okay. Yeah. You've driven my Jeep. I think it's more about the... Um, it's matching angles. Not so yeah. much the length. The length definitely is important Helps. as well to get it perfect for the arc, but uh, you can compensate. If it's parallel, it, it should, by my understanding. Even if the length isn't perfect, it should drive pretty well on the street. Yep. Because you're mostly going to stay in that range at ride height. Whereas like, if you're bombing through the desert and the length is wrong, you're going to notice it a lot more because you're using a lot more of your suspension travel where the length mismatch Would actually matter. is going to yeah, be noticeable. It, it, it's, Whereas it's on, the, on the street, because you're... Right. Yeah. right. Yep. So on the street, you're staying pretty close to ride height all the time. So as long as they're parallel, it won't... Be that I don't bad. know what roads you got in Connecticut, but it ain't like that here in Mass. We got potholes everywhere. Yeah. Ain't no <laughs> I feel like I'm rallying the thing half the time. You ain't driving through foot and a half tall whoops at 90, though. I don't know. You ever been down Sumner Ave in Springfield? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, no, I stay yeah, out of Springfield. My, uh, you come up my road anytime recently over the bridge? <laughs> Oh, the bridge has a pretty bad fucking follow so, right now. Some fucking asshole in a big-ass truck blew out a couple of the fucking patches and made the holes even worse. Oh, <laughs> shit. But yeah, I guess that makes sense, though. Yeah, on a normal road, you're not you're not seeing that as much. I do understand, yeah. for sure. So you'd be okay. But still. Right. Or we just four-link it. Well, you could. Yes. Chad, Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> go with the hydro. Let's just fucking cut the middleman out. We're gonna go ape shit crazy with it. Like, yep. Fuck a track bar. We don't need those. We're just we're gonna add an extra arm. And well, then another I mean, you do have the one tons sitting there now, so there you go. And you do have Miguel's buggy and some experienced fabricators, and you need to build sliders, so no sliders. No. Sliders are dumb. So then how are you gonna go for that to my rocker panels? <laughs> <laughs> oh you're right, I guess it does have to mount outside the frames of the unibody. I could just mount them on the outside and face it inwards. Without the sliders, but then again, regardless, yes, yes, I do need sliders. I was just joking. Yes, that'd be dumb. Yeah. Well, but yeah, that's about it for me. Me and uh, me and Marvell have just been kicking ass on our jeeps, uh, building him a bumper currently. His just shit looks a... like it's coming along good. Oh yeah, he just needs control arms to be put in. He just needs to put the steering box in and then bolt everything else back up. So his is not bad at all. Um, mine's taking a little bit because I don't know where the fuck my shocks are, where they are in the world, but regardless, it'll be pretty sick. I think we'll actually be able to split groups at Badlands this year because I'll have, we'll have Johnny B, we'll have Brianna, Richie, me, uh, Andy, and, uh, there was one more. Marvell? Marvell, yeah. So that's six of us. And so we'll be able to go run the blues and blacks while you guys go chase around on the reds and what break. What about Buckley? Fuck Buck. Yeah, no, just Buckley. Buckley's, <laughs> Buckley's, no, Buckley's not. He said that he might come up for the day, uh, but I don't know if he's actually going to come up and wheel. Um, because Tell him to grow a pair. That's not a property for him to go to. I'm going to be honest with you. Why not? What about you, Jeremy? About what? The Are you coming to Badlands? So the first property I ever wheeled with my Jeep club was the Badlands. And I went up there. So we helped like develop that property, right? Cut mm -hmm. a lot of the trails at the very beginning. Um, we met Chip at a gas station, the owner, and like did a lot of the stuff at the beginning. So wait, like that's how the, that place got started? Yep, we met Chip at a gas station. That's hilarious. And he's like, Hey, I've got three hundred acres I'd like to do something with. Do you guys like want to do something with this? And that's, <laughs> that's pretty much amazing. how it got started. <laughs> which what? is why I didn't know that. Which is why I'm so amazed to see what it is now, because I haven't been yeah. up there in a couple years now. And like the place doesn't look anything like it did how I remember it. Well, those guys who so... said who did all the coordination for Wheeling for Warriors did an insane job because I saw the aerial pictures like as the event was starting, I think, and it I the place looks insane. Way yeah, it looks awesome even from last year. Like it's really it's awesome because that property is definitely underutilized and hasn't been uh, and just so much potential, so much cool yeah. terrain. Exactly. So, so it sounds like Jeremy now would be a great time for you to come up and see all the new changes. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. So the last time I was there, I was in my red Cherokee on 33s with one and a half inches of lift. And uh, I definitely went home with a fair amount of damage. <laughs> so, <laughs> lacking, well, you know, rocker panels, exhaust. Uh, <laughs> that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds like me every time I go to the Badlands. I literally do the most... Well, okay, so I say this at Richie's house too. But all of my body damage is mostly from Richie's house or Badlands. Like... 
I don't ever really break. Uh, that's not true. I break a lot of shit at Richie's house. But like <laughs> actually going in, then I I blew out my fucking passenger door, fucked up the uh, the alignment of the windows. Every time it goes up, now I have to push on it. Like <laughs> that's just, standard Jeep stuff, though. Mm. Uh, it's just it's ridiculous. But yeah, this year should be pretty cool. And if you want to come, we'll definitely have a nice. Uh, how do I say? Average sized group to go out so the idiot the big idiots can go and do whatever they want. So yeah, it sounds like uh, you do have a good group going. Nice Who's size. Gonna be a big idiot there. It's gonna be me. you. It'll be Colin. Uh, you Miguel's have buggy. You have the other buggy guys. You have Rob if he has a buggy, which I don't think he, he, he does. Doesn't. It's literally like if he even has it still, it's just a floor with a dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> you have. <laughs> Allie is in an alley, and the other guy, the two JK people. Allie is in uh, an alley. No, Dave and Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. Hey, I was pretty fucking close. close. Only meet her once, all right? <laughs> but yeah, the, they uh, they wheel bigger shit. They do reds and whatnot. So we'll have a pretty good separation of groups this year, so that way we're not just training behind one another for fucking hours on end. I just want to do a different beginning loop than yes. the down Armageddon loop that we always I've, do. That's I like my only only rec- request i, I fucking I hate I that trail i hate that trail i'm not even bullshitting you i was talking to marvell i'm like it's literally stupid for no reason it takes no skill to go down it does absolutely nothing oh no it definitely does anybody. if you don't it go down that correctly like what if you fuck yeah, up if you, you don't go down, you go that flying down right? like you, you end up die. having to like teeter-totter off of rocks and like crawl no. out in the opposite direction from where you're supposed to because are you calling me out right now Oh, I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like, walked right into it. But like, you know what I mean, though? All you're doing is pressing your brakes as hard as you fucking can, hoping that you're not going to die. Like, the, it, like going up it. Well, not if you have a manual. I just put it in first and let it kind of idle crawl. down. You and... keep your foot on See, the brake and kind of guide it down, and you're good. See, to me, the cool trail would be going up, coming down, like, so going backwards on that green go up soggy bottom and then come down the other blue black that we couldn't make it up last year. Fuck the I stupid like Armageddon. Bottom. Tra- soggy bottom is sick. That's an absolutely amazing trail and wicked fun. <laughs> and I hate mud. And that was a fun one because you come yeah. out of there and you can bomb right into copperhead. Yeah. So you guys are making me all sentimental and sad and shit. Mm. Just, yeah. Well, you're, you're the damn traitor. You were supposed to be yeah. around for badlands. Yeah, <laughs> with a completed Jeep, might I add. Yeah. <laughs> it was not going to happen, by the way, after looking at the thing. At least it wouldn't have had a floor. It might have had some Fuck two fenders. The floor. But Nobody needs floors. It would have been like a skin, a Cherokee skin. It's like a like a matchbox car with no bottom in there. It's just. <laughs> it would have been like a skin suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, skin so, Cody, nor- normally I would agree with you and make fun of Luke at the same time. But uh, yeah, Luke actually needs a floor in this case because he has nothing. I know. It's yeah, but neither do buggies. Buggies don't have anything. I was going to say, do you remember like Josh Greenleaf's Jeep? Because yeah. I don't know what it looks like now, but I know for a long time that there was nothing behind the driver's seats. <laughs> no, there was nothing. <laughs> I've actually. Like, you would look behind looked... the driver's seats and see the floor link. <laughs> yeah. I've never That's actually mine is right now. Jeep. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like but, the tube work he's got on it now. It's I haven't checked it out since looking. the five three swap. Ah, uh, okay. Wait, 
He had the four own it for a while though, so I guess maybe I haven't looked at it as closely as I thought. Maybe he did have the four zero for quite a while. Yeah, he so. just put the five three in recently, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe I just haven't looked close enough. But the outside and like the the beginning of the back section, he's got some stuff in there that looks pretty sweet. I like the tube work; it's unique. Yeah, he does a fair amount of it. So, but yeah, I'm je- like I said, I'm jealous of you guys. This uh, the move here kind of came a little quicker than I was expecting it to. But you have an AKA. So like... Well, well, yeah, I got an AKA and like we've got... I I shit you not, my Jeep is going to be very boring on the roads down here because everyone drives a lifted Cummins Duramax Power Stroke on like 40s with 10 inches of lift down here. So that thing should be like... What are you lifting your your grandpa truck and putting... I'm not. No, that's the best part. (laughs) All the idiots get pulled over with their lift and Luke just coasts in under the radar. But this AKs and his weed and... (laughs) (laughs) No, no, down here, that's that's going to be more trouble than anything else. No weed. Yeah, no. I had to pretend to be a responsible adult. Which kind of... <laughs> but but that'll be pretty dope though. I mean, you regardless your Jeep is not going to be ordinary down there. I don't care what you think. But I mean, ordinary in the sense of law enforcement, it's going to be very very boring. Oh, that's that's fair then. That's pretty sick. Um, it's well, never make than... it not boring. We could do some really stupid stuff to it. Turbos, okay. turbos, turbos. And you can show up and come and grab it and Fucking dildos everywhere. (laughs) Dildo (laughs) the shifter. (laughs) (laughs) Or just have the exhaust dump right under like under the floor in the driver's area. So that way it's just really, really, really loud. That'd be sweet. Oh, you mean like it is right now? Yeah, yeah, no, but like use a hole saw and cut a hole through the floor and then just put it up in there. No, 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 no. Let, Let me tell you. So on Saturday. Me and Preston got Luke's Jeep actually running. And either I didn't know that the exhaust got disconnected or I completely forgot. But once it fired, I jumped out of my pants. <laughs> no, foros aren't that loud when they're straight piped, though. It's not. How far they, does it cut they, uh It's cut right after the bend where it uh, starts to go back before the, the crossover. Number. Uh, yeah, it's cut at the bottom of that. They are that loud too, Graham, when you're expecting a full exhaust. Yeah, I can imagine. And it's an enclosed <laughs> building. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just glad it started. Did the gauge read and all that for the fuel? I'll let you know on when, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to check. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't if the pump's on. Yeah, yeah, well, it, the pump it took an hour to get the fuel. pump on. Yeah, I got... Uh, huh? I got no clue on that. Well, so, we, me and Preston, we got the uh, the new fitting on. And we go to prime the pump, and it wasn't kicking on. So we're like, well, what the fuck? I'm going through trying to figure out where all the uh, fuses for the airbag module is. Which don't have anything to do with anything, by the way. Those have nothing to do with the fuel pump. I literally don't have the airbag control module. 
and my fuel pump still works. Like <laughs> the fuses are not in there. Or saying, are in there. Look, I, I re all I remembered was Luke saying something about the airbag module, and so that got stuck in my head. So I was trying to figure it out, and <laughs> I couldn't find anything. And that's when I contacted you, Graham. And yeah, and I just still, looked up the schematic, and I was like, they're right here, and if they're out, then that's not the problem. <laughs> they were out, but it took forever to find them. And then uh, when uh, me and Preston decided to go through the uh, the whole wiring harness for like the seventh time, and we ended up finding an extra ground wire that was just like hanging in the air, we put that on some bare metal, and it fired right up that easy was that one of the yeah, ones it, from the seats or was it something that sat in the back i don't uh, know it a was wire it was kind of in line with the c pillar hmm. oh it's the ground that goes for your taillights and all of that stuff oh. and i got disconnected because all that stuff all that wiring <laughs> got pulled forward yep. when i started cutting stuff out because i didn't want to hit it mm-hmm yeah, so so what my theory is is when uh, you got the fuel pump on yourself, Luke, that ground might have actually been contacting some metal. Probably just touching something. And then with me and Preston pulling the uh, the wiring harness to make sure everything was plugged in, pulled it away from the metal. Yep. So fuel pump wasn't turning on. But let, let me tell you, I, I ain't never felt stupider for two hours worth of nothing. Yeah, if it That's makes you feel better, I spent an hour and a half trying to get it to run, or trying to get it to run the first time, when I found out about the bad fitting. So, it makes me know. feel a little better. Um, I've I literally glad dealt to with hear that. my gauge cluster grounding issues for six months, and then I sat down with Jacob and we looked at it for probably three, four hours, and eventually discovered that it was just the fucking bolts for the dashboard on the sides that were not there. There was nothing there. It was like a rusty self-tapper. That was all that my entire dashboard was grounding through. And uh, <laughs> after we fixed that, it was it was good to go. But yeah, wiring is can be a nightmare. Well, I I, I admit I I get childishly um, frustrated when it comes to wiring stuff. Well, it's like you know you can't really see it. You just can feel oh. the wires, but you can't always see, you know the correlation with issues. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate wires. I have a friend that is a 25 year Chrysler tech with all the like proper equipment. And when I have wiring issues, I just pay him to figure it out. <laughs> Cause it's just not worth my headache when he could look at it for half an hour and know exactly what's going on and solve the problem. Yep. Versus me staring at it and pulling my hair out for like four days. It's like, Nope. Dude, I will give you a hundred dollars to just like look at this for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. So I had um, codes for a throttle position sensor, and no matter what I did, I couldn't make issues go away. I had a dead spot in the pedal. I had the codes. I had you know I replaced the sensor. I checked through all the wiring. I couldn't find anything. Well, it turns out my um, uh, the the sensor behind the steering wheel. Clock spring. The clock spring was no, bad. Clock we unplugged spring. it, and the it thing ran. It runs perfect. Yep. Well, because oh, oh, when the no, 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 no. I had that issue as well. So this was uh, my <laughs> um, the steering 
shaft from the wheel to the box sheared because mm-hmm. it's aluminum splines and the hydro assist was not happy. I was flexed out on a Jeep or something. We were at a car show. And when I got off, I didn't turn the thing on or something, and it, it sheared the splines. So I drive, drove it down the road. Was at a stoplight? Like, something was doing weird things. So I turned the wheel, and it just free-spooled. Free like, just wheel did 360s, and I broke the clock spring because it's not supposed to do that. It's not for, supposed like, to do that. Turns. So, yeah. And then after that, it was running like shit. It, would, it, was, um, it was misfiring. It was doing all sorts of weird stuff. But I guess that's because the horn relay is actually like part of the whole sensor ground system. So if that doesn't mm-hmm. work right, it's a yeah, it's a mess. Yep. Sure. So I uh I unplugged that clock spring two years ago and I've never plugged it back in. And it, everything's happy. <laughs> I don't have a horn, but I didn't have a horn anyway, so it yeah. doesn't affect me. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have to do something similar, Jeremy, because if I'm being honest, living down here I'm seeing hydro in the future. Um Especially because, like, we got red clay out the ass. Are you gonna sell me so, your forties and get some uh, those those aggressive Mickey things that everybody buys? Sticky I mean, Mickeys? no, not even. I, I guess I don't, probably sticky, but um, honestly, I'm not even sure if I'm gonna go with stickies. They might just end up being regulars. I don't know. Let me know. Buy some tires. Send them to me. I'll put them on. I'll take your noodles off your hands. It'll be a great time. I gotta mock mine up for forties, anyways. God damn it, Graham! You're already getting my stickies. I know. I'm just gonna take all your tires. They're gonna be there, anyways. <laughs> we might figure something out later. Yeah. You don't want his shit nettos, anyways. No, they're shitty, but I'll take them if, for the right price. Oh god. I don't know. Well. Down here, that's like sixteen hundred bucks worth of tires. So they might come down here and then you know disappear down here because uh, up there they'd probably be like twelve hundred bucks worth of tire. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but like, um, it's all red clay and big rocks down here. Up in New England, it's a lot of mud. Down here, it's a lot of clay. So I could see myself ending up with a set of like those uh Nick or the Mickey. What are they called? In the SX, not SXs. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. They look like fucking assault weapons. They're a mm-hmm. blogger had sex with the TSL and yeah, they're insane looking. Yeah, they look. Doesn't uh, Timmy have those yep. in a sticky? Yep. Okay, yep. I don't think they make them in a non-sticky, do they? Oh yeah, they do. I think they Fuck. do. There's, but everybody, there's no way that rides well or like does anything well on the street. So why? I... All right, if if you're getting those tires, Graham, I don't think you're getting it for the street purpose. Exactly. So why do they make a DOT version? Uh, why, is the guy rock a a why is an IROC a biradial? A bias ply, pardon me, I'm retarded. An IROC is a bias (laughs) ply because that's how they originally made them, and then they also make the uh, radials as well. But exactly what I'm talking about. It's the same same situation. It's an aggressive tire that like literally sucks running on the road. Mm. I know a lot of people that run bias IROCs on tons with 40s that are okay. My IROC never disappoints. I say it every time. Yours were also from like what 2004. Mine? That thing? No. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna say my. I think mine was ninety-seven. Oh okay, you're complaining God. about ninety-seven tires <laughs> in twenty twenty-one. Fossilized <laughs> at that point. The previous. <laughs> the guy who gave me the tires said that he knows of eleven people who own that exact set of tires. 
Yeah, IROX are kind of like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little fucked up for sure. I will say that IROX are wickedly popular down here. Um, <laughs> even the JK people are running around on IROC radials. Huh. But why? Because we got clay. I was going to say, they must work good in the clay. Yeah. Yeah, they clean out pretty well. Um, well there's not a lot of tread, really, so it doesn't get stuck in there. So, question. Now that you're down in Tennessee, when you're listening to country music, do you feel it just starts describing you a bit better now? Like, you're really starting mm. to get into the vibe? It depends on the country, because, like, the cool part about Tennessee is they play the country I actually like, like Tyler Childers and uh, Cody Jinks and whatnot on certain radio stations. So that's cool. Uh, that's I can cool. I can get down with that, but they also have a lot of the hick country too, which is wickedly popular down here with the people that are driving with the flat bills flip back, uh, stupid sunglasses, and Fred Cummins. Ooh, I, if you had said white Chevy, I thought you were going to be talking about me. <laughs> I feel like you they could go any, any direction. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing, but you know, <laughs> um, like you know, at at a minimum, six inches of lift and 35s on your 2500 is a like the bare minimum down here. So, oh god, <laughs> I would hate that. I would hate to put a lift into my actual pickup truck. That just sounds horrible. Yeah, there's a reason I'm not. My truck is perfectly fine as it is. It's a tow rig. If I lift it, I lose the fact that it happily tows my Jeep really well. Um, but you want to talk about a vehicle that is not a tow rig? E450 U-Haul. Fuck that thing. That yeah. was <laughs> 15,000 miles on it. Already got blown um, manifold gaskets. So I made the entire trip down here wearing a set of what are they? Wait, they, they gave are... you a you you took the truck that had blown manifold gaskets, or did they just didn't blow have a choice? Down? Uh... Didn't have a choice. It was the only uh, fifteen foot box they had. So I wore three M work tunes, which are like Bluetooth earmuffs, the entire trip down there. Was and it like obnoxious? I'll buy those off you. That obnoxious. I'll you ain't getting those off of me. You can go you buy them yourself. Them. No, you don't need them now, though. Ten bucks right now. <laughs> you can go get your own off of Amazon for thirty-three. And yes, I do need them. I work in a machine shop. That's where I had them before. Oh, I thought you bought them specifically for this. No, well, I that would have been a little aggressive. I would have um for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had them beforehand, but it's awful because the engine's partially in the passenger cabin. It's got like one of those um, strapped down center consoles. Yep. So it just going down the road, it sounded like shit the entire trip for like 14 hours. Yep. And then um, never trust a Google hotel rating either. It might say three and a half stars, but it's a tweaker central. That I'm will happen. That, well, three and a half stars in Tennessee has got to be like pretty low, right? Yeah. I feel like they probably yeah. have different standards. <laughs> the standards there are not the same as here. Well, <laughs> I'm not really thinking about That's that. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've stayed, honestly, I've stayed in some pretty sketchy fucking hotels, though, like going snowmobiling. In like upstate Maine, upstate New Hampshire, like I'm talking forty dollar a night hotels, 
people screaming, gunshots down the road. Oh, it's fucking awesome. But guess what? You know, if you spend forty dollars on the hotel, that means you can spend the sixty on a, like steak, like steak dinners for the family. So we decide, fuck it, we'll barely sleep, and we'll just leave at three in the morning the next day. Then yeah, but I can you know, barely sleep for zero dollars, and just skip the hotel. Yeah, not when it's middle of winter and it's like negative twenty five degrees out. Leave the car running. The. Then you're just spending more in gas. What? Spend forty dollars on fuel instead? Yeah, uh, exactly. At least we get a. At least I can kind of watch TV. I don't know. <laughs> no, so the strategy like, is to heat up the car, turn the car off, you you bundle yourself up, go to sleep till you get cold or freeze to death. Either one. <laughs> turn it back on. Honestly, I, I remember done a lot that cold, that Harris Mountain trip. Camping, but... It was kind of cold, so like, I remember waking up at like probably like three in the morning. I turned the truck on the next time I woke up, it was like seven in the morning. My truck's still sitting there running and I'm like dying because the heat's just been continuously on. And it was like probably like 35, 40 degrees out. So the inside of the cabin's like 90 degrees at this point. Wasn't that at Harris? Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Sweating my balls off. Shut the oh, truck I remember off. That. To get yeah. out. I was sleeping and in the then- back of, in the back of my fucking Jeep. You're sitting in there in your nice, warm, overly hot pickup <laughs> truck. Good times. Um, or, Graham, when me, you, Colin, and Dan slept up at uh, Harrison, we had the uh, clown running around in the woods. Oh, yeah, that was sketchy. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> it was. There was no clown. It was probably just a squirrel, but it didn't fucking sound like a squirrel. <laughs> it sounded like someone was running <laughs> It sounded like somebody night. walking. The gate was perfect. It was like a walking gate. It wasn't a squirrel, like, rustling gate. I don't know. Oh, that's scary. Okay. Shit. I could, yeah, no, cause, I like, we heard it. It was literally was like, you know, imagine the, uh, when you're walking through leaves, right? The, you know, the, the pace yeah. of rustling, right? So, you know, an animal usually a figure like it's a little sporadic. It's not like exactly. consistent, and it was like five consistent steps that continued to get, to get closer behind us. And then it, I think like the fifth step, somebody said, "What the fuck?" And it was just yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and I remember every once in a while, Colin would just randomly start up his Jeep, rev bomb, backfire. <laughs> 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 we, were, we were all a little freaked out then. Like, it was a good time. So the spiders on the ground were fucking massive too. That wasn't. I remember that. Yeah, I remember showing up and like just walking up, and, like, damn, there's a lot of spiders. And then I think I helped roll up your tent, Graham, or something of the sort. And dude, there was just spiders fucking everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. I'm not even. Kidding. It's fucked. So yep. to divert back to the original diversion here, um, so we're like at this hotel and. We get a knock on our door. Hey, have you seen like this like rail thin blonde girl wearing a mini skirt and a pink blouse? And I'm like, yeah, we saw the Mustang pull up. <laughs> well, she stole my purse. Oh, see, so that's your first mistake, Luke. You mind your fucking business. Be like, I didn't see no stupid crackhead whore. Leave me the fuck alone. And then they don't bother. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. So then the cops show up like a little bit later, and they're like. Um, do you see anything? And then I'm like, eh, not really. No, I just saw the car pull in. Chick kind of might have looked like it. And he's like, 
you got that U-Haul and the white F-250? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, what are you doing down here? And I'm like, we stopped because we're moving. And he goes, you really don't want to stay. If you got a gun, you better be carrying that on you. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but that's Holy. what the cops said to you? That's what the cops said to <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> what a nice yeah, never... neighborhood you stopped in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half stars, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was probably three and a half stars for the glory hole in the public bathroom. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. So I'm talking with the cop and he's like, yeah, no, like, uh, I'm like, well, I've got my Connecticut concealed carry permit. And he goes, you're in luck, Tennessee. Uh, we honor that. Oh, Whatever shit. you got, go put it together. <laughs> you don't have to have none of that shit not click together like any of them stupid New York laws. And put wow. that on your hip. <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, no, this hotel, the hotel across the street, and the one that's two streets over form the triangle of math. And I'm like, <laughs> Google the math. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the did math it say? Triangle. Did it say in those Google reviews like easy to find a dealer or? <laughs> nope. nope. It said uh, clean hotel. Never had a problem staying here. Um, they pay maybe Chinese if you're a <laughs> yeah. I'm blind and deaf. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, we're like, okay, well, this sucks. So we ended up waking up at, like, 4 a.m. that next morning, and we yeeted out of there. And um, so, long story short, we drove the remaining three and a half hours to get to... Uh, our place and we pulled into our place and it's in a nice little like nook of uh cleveland which is right on the border with a town called ocoee which is where i want to move to when we buy a house beautiful area 120 percent. don't regret it the only thing i regret is that fucking hotel <laughs> super eight and wherever the fuck you were really kingsport super eight don't go there unless you uh like meth, you want to fuck around and find out. I, I mean, shit. You just give a few people if they like meth a really good place to go. So I mean, honestly, uh, you might have helped somebody today. Yeah, I might have. Cody's heading down tomorrow. Shoot, <laughs> I'm right now thinking about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, isn't that isn't that a line? I don't smoke meth, I sell it. Isn't that like a fucking rapper's quote or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, the area that I'm in is fucking beautiful. Like, you walk out my door and you got, like, farmer or a farmer's house. Um, you look over at, like, an old rustic barn and you can see the Smokies from my house. It's fucking gorgeous. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well. So, I think we... I don't know. Carry on, to, Graham. To, to circle back to the, you know, Jeep shit and not the math in Tennessee and <laughs> shit. Uh, I guess I say Jeep stuff, but Ryan's going to love it. I'm, I'm going to talk about Bronco stuff for a second here. I was doing a, a Dana 20 rebuild for a 70s Bronco that was sort of, you know, took uh, one day I took it apart and cleaned it up and then I took another day to put it all back together. And let me tell you, I thought the 205 had a lot of like manual needle bearings that you had to put in there 
and grease up so they don't fall out and then slide it in. And, you know, idler shafts, I get. You don't put a bearing in there. You just put the little needle bearings that you grease them up, throw them together. It all goes great. But this thing, I swear, it had two sets. And I think I took a couple of videos and threw them on Facebook and Instagram. But it was, uh, it was a lot. <laughs> I had to stack, like, it must have been 30 bearings in into the gear with a lot of grease otherwise they would immediately fall out and slide the gear in there was like shims on the side that i had to deal with and then i had to jam the pin in and hope they didn't fall out and that worked pretty well and then the second half i was trying to figure out there were fat bearings couldn't figure out where they went actually looked up the you know the instructions to the rebuild and there they are they're right on the um in between the transmission and the you know the the main shaft for the whole transfer case out to the back to the rear output and those ones so that output actually stays on the transmission and the case is kind of odd because you bolt the case in and it puts the one of the drive gears for the trans transfer case uh you, that's actually on the transmission and you bolt it together to the dana 20 and it was you had to grease 13 fat bearings that don't like staying where they want to be. Wait, 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 what? That sounds horrible. Yeah, like, um, I was... Did you so pull the... I didn't fuck up, but if I had, it would have been a bad time. Because did you then pull, the case has got bearings. It sounds like you pulled the input off. No. To pull the transfer case. That's weird. Because the yeah, one you, that you I do. had... You literally, you take, and you when you unbolt, there's a, a C-clip that comes off of the uh, output shaft on the transmission. And I think it was a Novak adapter to begin with, so that might have been part of the weirdness of this whole build, but even then, yeah. the factory transfer case, or factory transmission attached to the transfer case had the same setup with a C-clip with a chunk of output shaft, and it was like a splined section that just goes into the trans transfer case, but you have to have it on the transmission for it to actually, you know, That's connect confusing. to anything. It was odd. Weird. Yeah, it, oh. but... Yeah, putting that on, you know, you're picking up a heavy transfer case with bearings that are loose, minus the right. grease. Isn't, isn't that an iron sliding case? Sliding it on. Yeah, it's all cast iron, and I mean, it's smaller mm. than a 205, so it wasn't too, too bad, but uh, it was definitely a different challenge. I don't know if I'd want to do one again. I'm definitely glad you don't have a Dana 20, Luke, because that thing's <laughs> output shafts are so weak looking. Wait, it's like who's, thick, oh, blind. who's Dana 20? What's it? The Broncos? It's, it's for that yeah, green that Bronco, Bronco we've had. We're trying to get that done by the 4th of July. We don't so know if that's going to happen. But... Moment... No, sorry. Hmm? Well, we're taking a moment to talk about shitty transfer cases. Jeremy, I swear to God, if you put that 300 in, I will make the drive back up there just to slap you. Fucking <laughs> Dana 300. That was so... the most expensive fucking 30 seconds of fucking <laughs> letdown in um, my life. <laughs> I've been slowly been getting given more and more parts like rebuild parts and aftermarket oh, parts no, just, for just the Dana 300. I have shifters for it. I have the adapters for it. Shifters I think I have work an, for other things. You I think I have shifters an, on a 205 or an Atlas. I think I have an, an output for it now. Um, I haven't paid for any of this, by the way, including the transfer case. Okay. I think there's a so, reason, though, Jeremy. Think about it this way. Why are people giving away free parts <laughs> unless it's for a shit transfer case? Don't do it. Don't you do it. You do make a good point. Yeah. I will say, but, is the outputs on my 205, 
32 mm-hmm. spline. Like it's hard to find a 1310 CV for the thing which I talked about on a previous podcast because it's such a fat output shaft. And yeah. then you get the 300 and the Dana 20, which is like, oh, we got this like little bean pole of an output shaft on the front and back, and they match, mm-hmm. by the way. And uh, yep. it's just it it's sad when you look at it. Like, yeah, I, I didn't realize they were that small until I looked at Miguel's after they had snapped in half and then looking at the Dana 20 and knowing that it's about the same size, probably a little smaller actually. Yeah. And like, I know you don't drive in the manner that I do, but I literally got 30 seconds worth of wheeling time in and I sent that case to God. Yeah. I assume that was also in a manual transmission rig. Nope. Nope. Auto. Oh, okay. I was going to say, cause I think the, the reason that I have broken so few parts on my Jeep, is largely attributed to the automatic. Oh, no, this automatic was uh, locked into first gear. Super sloshed automatic that, like, did not bite. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, no, this was a biting locked into first gear with the the fuse for the TCM pulled, so you had to manually shift it using the uh, shifter for Mm -hmm. first, second, third. Yeah. Um, Yeah, now, 120% sent that to God. And then a weekend before that, the guy that had that transfer case sent the idler gear to God. So, yeah, yeah the gears are tiny. The output shafts are tiny. I mean, if you're going to harden the gears, that they'd probably be fine. But yeah, the output well, shafts are the. Who knows? Maybe it'll eventually be a package deal that I'll sell to fund something else. Being that I have all these parts and I haven't paid anything for them. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, now you're if you can grab like a two forty one or a atlas you are going to be in far better shape and i mean, well, I mean it would just obviously. match your dog <laughs> it so, would i mean I, that I'd that's the path right there honestly i'd yeah you, you could, could probably even get a straight price. trade yeah a good price you ever see them below like sixteen hundred dollars yeah apparently they go below that Hit up, um <laughs> Tell so uh, I know a few people that have that's still cheaper than the two hundred five. Like, uh, I, I, and my shit's heavy as hell now. Like, it, it definitely it drives way different just from all the extra, you know, driveline friction. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely another thing. Like, my Jeep is light. Yeah, and that's you don't probably that. another so another big piece of why it so doesn't break stuff constantly. Atlas. So if I wasn't in the Jeep, it'd be below four thousand pounds. If you do a Dana 300 with like an aluminum case and like you know high dollar 300 with like so I have a friend bio output shafts or whatever makes them strong I don't know I have a friend with a stack like case I think stack makes it right the yep. aluminum 300 case mm-hmm. uh, with four to one gears that like he was thinking about getting rid of and it's like oh, at that point yeah, maybe. Uh, take it maybe see what happens so maybe. part of the problem <laughs> is. Um, we were talking about it with, I think, Miguel at some point in time. Um, when you go to flip those cases, if you don't have the heavy-duty top cover, we think that the case is flex. I heard that from some old-timer that I bought some parts off of. I already have a billet top cover. That's another thing that I already got for free. <laughs> but if you put the stack <laughs> case in there... Here, if you put the stack case in there, I'm not going to dissuade you too much, but at the same time, I will be like, 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. At the moment, I just like I keep holding on to it. I keep not doing that particular project, mostly because the Dana, or I mean the two thirty one, hasn't blown up. Yep. And um, because I the longer I hold you. on to it, the more people give me free stuff for it. So if I just hold on to it for a few more years, like case. maybe I won't have to yeah, buy anything. Case. Yeah. Right. So, so maybe I'll, maybe somebody will give me a rebuilt one, and then I won't have to rebuild the one I have. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I gotta say is that the two thirty ones are stupid fucking strong for what they are. Ducky would break them, but I also think that had to do with the fact that it wasn't geared in the axles that much, oh, and that I was. Um, incredibly abusive if you told me to slap it i would just like neutral drop it with a 318 with a cam and, and, and so the only 231 i ever broke was in my yj with the stroker motor with a stick shift and i actually broke the yoke off the axle and so the drive shaft went flying and when the drive shaft swung around and hit the muffler it grenaded the case in half <laughs> That's kind and of like <laughs> half the case was hanging by the chain under the Jeep. And see, I see that a lot. lot. I see that a lot actually. Not it happens often, more often but... than I would think. Yeah. That's how um, they break is the case just explodes. The, yeah, they yeah. just literally explode. Um I will say this though. My three hundred with an upgraded output shaft and the just replaced factory chain has been neutral dropped so many fucking times. You mean your two thirty one? Yeah, the 231. Yeah. You did an upgraded chain? Drop. No, it's just a factory replacement. Oh, okay. Uh, I had it. I I don't even know how it came into my possession, but I ended up with one, so I just put it in when I yeah, rebuilt the Yeah, I, I remember that from a few years ago. And um, I mean, that's the thing, is there are some upgrade paths you have with the 231, because there are wider chain 231s. Right. That yep. got you can upgrade that's what them I did to, on with mine. Dodge parts. Yep, yes. Dodge yes. parts so, or Chevy parts. And they're cheap yeah. as hell. Like you can get a two thirty one anywhere, and as long as you've mm-hmm. got an SYE, which is like the biggest part of the whole deal, you can just slap that into any two thirty one you blow up. So what I did, I've gone through like three two thirty ones, and then I got the wide chain, and I had the SYE. So it's just they just you add parts every once in a while, and they last a little longer. And as long as you don't run them out of fluid, they usually don't blow up, and you're good to go. Right? Really yeah, you can put it. This one that you gave me, then, if I just have to keep throwing oh, parts gonna, at it's, it. It's a trooper. It, it won't blow up for a few years, I bet you. And if you fix the pump, it'll last even longer. <laughs> um, yeah, so here's the deal. With a 231, if you act like you don't care about it, it's fine. Yep. If you forget it exists, it's fine. When you start to actually care about its well-being, you start having problems. Yeah, so I've never checked the fluid in mine, and that's probably why it still works. Well, no, they exactly. So they, you could, you know, when it's out of fluid. Let me oh tell yeah, you. no, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I did have a snap ring break in one of them once, and the main shaft, like I could slide it in and out, like probably three quarters of an inch. That made Ugh. some interesting noises. It would try mm. to engage four wheel drive on its own. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> wow. Like oh, depending so- on which direction you were turning. See, I had a similar thing happen with mine. But it wasn't. It was the neutral to engage shifter, and it was because it was so low on fluid that it actually burned the aluminum uh, shift collar out, <laughs> so it wouldn't stay in one gear. So if you're going up a hill, it would drop into neutral <laughs> on the highway, and it didn't blow up. It would just 
pop out and then pop right back in. It was terrifying. Oh um, god. <laughs> so like I was working or I put mine together and you'll you'll recognize this name. I was over at Pavia's house slapping my oh, thirty one SYE and we forgot to put the spring in. So mm -hmm. the spring uh, pushes against the shift fork to keep it in two wheel drive. Now I'm going down the road and all of a sudden, like I would let off the throttle and it would start grinding. I'm like, what the fuck is that? This, this don't make any sense. So I went back to the shop and I'm like taking it apart. And all of a sudden I find a spring just in a bag in my Jeep. And I'm like, Oh no. So I pulled the, I got the advanced adapters kit, so it's got the replacement tail shaft. I pulled that off, and I'm like, maybe I can just get this in there. Nope. Had to split the fucking case half. So I was just casually sitting there drinking beers and pulling the case half out underneath my Jeep. Just, like, split the whole <laughs> transfer case under there while I'm drinking beers. And then I realized that I'm shit tanked, and I, like grabbed the uh, RTV and just super gobbed it back together, slapped it all back together, and the case hasn't been apart until I uh, took it apart when I was rebuilding the Jeep the last round because it was on the floor, and it looked like an RTV monster had just, like, <laughs> went around the whole case. <laughs> so I scraped all that out and put it back together. But, yeah, no, they're, they're great. They're troopers. So have any of you guys done the SYE both ways? You like under the Jeep yes. versus pulling it? Yep. I haven't done it under the Jeep. I've always pulled the case. I've yeah. done it under the Barbarian. Jeep and I will do it again. See, I feel differently. I've done it both ways and I would much rather pull the case. However, I do also have four inches of lift with 40s and I jacked the whole thing up. So both axles were about eight inches higher. So yeah. that right there is probably what made my experience comfortable because i could just sit under it and like right so in my jeep i can sit upright like with my head in the transmission tunnel now granted i'm not a tall person but yeah, like midget i could probably <laughs> do like it again on my jeep <laughs> hey you know somebody's got to do it so, so i have a question they, they act like either of them oh sorry guys. yeah they act like they're tall yeah exactly you guys are like the same exact height as me or graham so eat shit no 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 He's taller. No, Luke is taller gonna... than me, but not by too, too much. What? There's no fucking way because there's. I'm Luke... sure all of you are taller than me. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How tall are you? Okay, let's. Five five. With his boots, five. I'm maybe five seven. I am five four and a half. Okay, yeah, so that's a pretty good guess. That's you not were, bad. That was pretty close. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, so yes, we we are taller. Yes. That's that's five foot eleven. Point. Well, I'm five ten, so I mean that's why you don't seem that much taller than me, I guess, because my hair is probably that extra inch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, oh, God. <laughs> Transfer cases. We're building them under the Jeep. Yes. Let's, let's oh. get it together here. <laughs> um, nope. Nope. We are gone. Sorry. Uh, no, I can see how you could this. build a case underneath a Jeep. But it's like it takes two seconds to take the six bolts off and yank it off, and then put it on. Even just taking it out, dragging it into your driveway, and gutting it is easier than dealing with right. yeah, and the case still on there. In my opinion, I did not have a problem when I redid it. Like I said, I was able to do it half drunk too. 
fully drunk. So I would do it again. Like it's not difficult. It's like it's just a like a baby puzzle. You just put the gears in and the chain in and slap. I mean, also it depends on what I'm working on. (laughs) If we were talking about, oh, sorry. Well, I was gonna say it also depends on the condition of the case. So my problem that I found is I've done quite a few SYEs where I find that there's a bearing that's bad or a seal that's bad or something else that I find that I'm like, hey, we should change this while it's in here. And now I have a case that's like half full of liquid that's dripping all over me Mm. and I have to pull it out with all the pieces trying to fall on top of me (laughs) because now we need to do a bearing and I'd much rather do the bearing on the bench. No, we end up pulling it anyway. I will also say this. Another thing that worked in my favor that's probably giving me rose-colored glasses about this is I had just taken the case apart, and it was already SYE'd. If it wasn't SYE'd to begin with, it probably would have been... Oh, just for the spring. That's right. For that spring. Yeah. Uh, So if I wasn't in that position where I had literally just taken it apart and I was doing it fresh, it probably would have sucked. And like I was saying earlier, if we were talking about doing it under, say, Kish's rig or Cody's rig, I probably would have pulled the case just to make it easier to put it in my lap and then put I'm it not in the... Uh... I'm not excited to pull my case, speaking of that. But yeah, I don't blame you. With Ours are a bit lower. I don't know. It's I haven't easy. done one before. And it just seems like a cunt. There's so many bolts all the way around it. No, it's no, underneath. No, no, no. It's heavy. You take, a, you take a 14 millimeter ratcheting wrench that doesn't have... Yeah. This- that's not like a play school style with a half inch fucking like yeah I know what you mean. gap yeah. between the actual around it, section yeah. and the outside. Yeah. So you can actually yeah. fit it in there and you take them all off and there's like one that's tight near the bottom, I think, on the driver's side. And other than yeah, the top mine, one, you might on mine to... the wrench doesn't fit in there with the fourteen millimeter ratcheting wrench I have. So for that one, that is the only one that I get off with a normal wrench. Yep. Once you yeah, do that, so. though, it, I mean, it, it just, you get it, yank it off. It weighs like, I don't know, how much do you think those things weigh? 45 pounds, maybe? Yeah, nothing. I, I, I was just going to say 45, 50. You can do it by yeah. yourself in like an hour. Kish. Probably less. This is the time where I get to go and insult you and Cody at the same time. So, how come you haven't put your fucking case in? I was tripping over it for a fucking year at the shop. Cody, go get your I, case from Dan. I just got mine. It's, <laughs> His it's, was it's, delivered it's, to him on a silver platter, and the price was 14, just a 14 bolt. We no, took a 14 still, bolt out of his truck. I still owe you cash as well, so don't don't act like I'm just fucking running away with a case for a 14 bolt, okay? Unless you want to, then I'll fucking take it, but still, I mean... <laughs> but, I, don't know, yeah, I just figured I just, that thing's been in there, and I knew you had a 10.5, and yeah, Jacob's yeah. looking for axles, so when Brandon came down with your truck. I was like, that axle's been in there for at least a year and a half. If yeah. he wants to get rid of it, we could do that. And he was like, well, I'm trying to get the case like for his, you know, as a surprise because I couldn't get him anything for his birthday. And I was like, yeah, but he'll figure it out eventually, and we should call him and it'd be a, you know, another birthday present to get that axle out of his truck. Oh, dude, that was the best. That was the best birthday present I could ever hear. Was that I was getting rid of that fourteen bolt. <laughs> like, yes, I could have put it up on Facebook and like anybody could have came and gotten it. But like, I just I didn't want to move it. It's so fucking heavy, you know. I yeah, we literally just backed the truck in, chained it up with the lift arm on the lift, and picked it up like an inch, dragged it out or pulled the truck out, dropped it on the ground, and it was it was done. Then we put it on the back of Jacob's 
flatbed and we'll figure out what to do with it from there. Perfect. Enjoy. <laughs> and uh in in response to you, Luke, A, it's not been a year, and B, I'm yeah. sorry my life got busy. Listen, I don't give a shit you had a kid and it's been a year at this point. <laughs> <That's laughs> no, fucking... no, because yes, that, yes, case, yes. that case was not on the floor until after you uh after Roush. Okay, does this case have an okay, SYE? Okay, eight and a half months. Yes. It's got an SYE, it's got a uh, Dodge truck planetary in it, and it's got the what? wide chain. Why the fuck aren't you using that, Richie? I was busy! <laughs> That's because like... SYE is overrated. SYEs are dumb. No, like, it's such a basic thing you should do to every 231. It, yeah, they're not even. I mean, listen, Cody, Cody, bitch. you don't need it. You, I, bitch. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. Like, running my hack shaft, I literally hacked that shaft to shit and threw it together for you. So I don't want to hear it. Guess what? It is bent like a banana, and that thing still <laughs> runs fucking flat. I swear to God, there's no <laughs> vibration from it. And it's, I mean, that thing is bowed more than like I was gonna say a penis. It's probably more than like probably more than mine. My uh, it's bad. my. Drive shaft was like it just got a tiny ding in it, and now it just that old Adams rides like shit. I haven't driven I it with the new one, so we'll see. I just gotta say that it's kind of funny because, um, for reference, the shaft that I am talking about, we were getting it ready to go to Badlands, so we literally cut it in a metal like chop saw, and then we ground the weld off of the other end, hammered it back in rotated it in the vice said looks good enough and i had him twisting the shaft while i was welding it yeah to get the fucking flange back on hey <laughs> it's like if it's just got a work. year and change dude it's it's perfect though like in all honesty though you did a great job like it did really fucking good <laughs> uh i better see you blow that fucking thing out of it at roush because lord knows you're not gonna put the syE in this week right am it's in the plans. It's in it's in the back of his truck. He better put it in. It's in the back of my Jeep. It's, it's in the back it's... of the truck, so like that's gonna be good for another six to no, eight. No, no, it's out of the <laughs> truck, guys. I promise. It's in the back of the Jeep. Do you so have I a mean... rear drive or a front drive shaft to work with it? I I do. That's not absolutely clapped. It is. Are you not driving clapped. it or are you towing it? You're probably. Why would it right? fucking drive it? No, maybe you want to be cool fuck? for once in your life. Like, well, when. <laughs> Well, when you're sitting there and you're like, damn, I want a pancake in the morning, and I'm sitting there inside the nice fucking enclosed trailer cooking up Listen, pancakes, I'd be like, this is why I, I don't drive need my the shit pancake. I'll, I'll, I'll work it off. And the pancake Granola bars and fucking yeah, exactly. bug lights. The pancake is <laughs> nice, but if I don't Just have the pancake, it's, it's no skin off my nose. <laughs> oh, no. I say always drive the Jeep. I've I've literally only trailered my Jeep to one wheeling event ever. No, I I drive it to okay, everything. Well, I drive it to Roush. I drive it to the Badlands. That's one strike. I drive it up to New Hampshire. You only have three. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I sold the Chevy, so I ain't trailing it again. <laughs> so we're gonna see you at Roush, right? Well, you really are not gonna see him. Oh, never mind. I thought we were talking about Badlands. I'm not. We've been talking about Badlands the entire He's not time. Person that... Dude, Luke's not going to be there. We know that. So he ain't going to see him there anyways. The only reason I'm not going to be there is a person that I'm talking to in this podcast chat. 
<laughs> oh, it'll be done. If it needs to be done by a certain time, it'll get fucking done. Uh, we need to get the Jeep myself, but... and we need to uh do some more coordination. But uh, in due time, it'll in due time, I'm excited to see that happen because you've got creative license with it. There's a couple of key points that I want done, and everything else is up to your discretion. Me and Jacob have some ideas for it. I mean, I've got. I literally bought a bead roller to do my floor, and then with the time crunch, I just... And, and with the 16-gauge that we were using, right? Obviously, I was trying to find 18-gauge, but... Right, uh, I was going to say, that's a little thick. Yeah, it is. Uh, the the market, the metal market I go to in Woburn, was uh, they didn't have any 18-gauge <laughs> in like a 4 by 4 foot, which is basically exactly what Woburn? I needed. Yeah, the name of the town? Woburn? The name of town, Woburn. What the fuck? God damn, Massachusetts people. Woburn. Yeah, so... Um, they didn't have it. They only had 16 gauge, and they had, like, a really ratty piece and, like, a half ratty piece. So I took the less ratty piece, and uh, they... I was supposed to be paying, like, eight bucks a foot for two, but they ended up giving me, like, two extra sticks of eight foot because they couldn't get me all my ten foot sticks. They were just like, here, take this. It's got a little bit of marring on the end. I was like, okay. So it ended up being, like, six and a half, which in the climate of materials right now is not fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, I've still got a shitload left over from that, but... So I, I ended up not doing the bead rolling stuff uh, because of that, because it was 16 gauge and I was trying to get it done uh, quickly. And it, otherwise, I would have done some, you know, at least done something on like the outer boat side panels. I think I would have probably done an X or like, you know, done a square or something simple, right? Because I, I just yeah, want to use it. I bought the thing. I want to use it. So on Luke's Jeep, we're gonna get the right size gate or right gauge metal, and we're gonna bead roll it and make it look nice because you got a little bit of time hopefully that'd be pretty it dope it needs a little bit rolls. of tube work based on what i saw but nothing crazy we'll just sheet metal it jacob wants to get a sheet metal uh, one thing that i do right. want to add uh for the minor electrical if you could throw oh. a switch this guy oh. just keeps piling on yep. every throw time a switch every on the uh um, no, pile it on Neutral safety switch, so that way I can have that fixed because it keeps uh, not being happy when it's oh, uh, you engaged. Should you should wire it into the four-way, so that way, like it's like a safety switch, so nobody can, you can just leave the keys in it, and unless somebody knows that they have to press like a depress yep. it to get it to go on. That's cool. Yep, something <laughs> like that. And then uh, we had already talked about wiring in the trailer lights that I got for it because they're just the LEDs. Yeah, uh, we can do that. And then um, we had talked about, I don't know if we had talked about, but just putting a bridge between the central cross member legs and yep. the um, cross member or the mini cross members in the rear. And once we have it in the shop, I'll, I'll shoot you messages probably throughout the yeah. entire thing because I'm not going to remember like half of the things you want done to it. So it's I'm sorry that I left forward. such a shit show. It's just and the that's fact to that you no and Kish. But it's fine because I've got yeah. practice. I built my center section. I can build your rear section. It's and then I yep. will have a reference for when I do mine. Not that there's anything left. It's already cut out. But I'm already coming up with ways to try and get a sway bar in the front because I'm thinking that I might put a factory sway bar back in the front with just quick disconnect mounts. 
Because Why I got the coilovers in the rear. Why don't you just put a like because the mounts are already there? Any rock in the back and be done. Because the it. mounts are already there, and I have the front sway bar. Yeah, but like, mm. just do the bling bling thing for once. Just do one <laughs> thing, one nice thing. Uh, okay, so the <laughs> coilovers, the tons, and all that stuff doesn't count. Correct. Nope. They're red okay. flows. That's not bling bling. Oh, they're not even Fox. Hey, at least his are in though. Yours look really pretty sitting on the ground. Oh no, they look great in my parents' <laughs> my bedroom at my parents' house. They look amazing. I look at them <laughs> every night. I go home. It's like my four link. It looks awesome in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeremy. When are you actually gonna get that in, Jeremy? So probably never. To- the least let me buy awesome. it. I know that would Hey, it. I'd consider selling it. I got the cross member, the skid plate, and the uh, the links. Oh, you what, uh, what brand? Clayton. Clayton. Oh yes, yeah. Send me the, send it's, me the invoice. I got you. I'll come pick them up. <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> it's literally oh, the first has the cross. Yeah, but you don't want mine though. It's fucked. <laughs> yeah, so, you could clean that up. No, I've like I've dented the square tube piece. Like it's. Ripping wheels. No, no, no. Thing. I'm saying the uh, the truss that came with the ducky axles. Oh, yeah, I do still have that. Yep. Would that yeah. work, though? I feel like my it's two a, it's on your 10 5. It, it was on a 10 No, five. we set it up for the Dana 44 because we're never actually doing the one tons. Come on, guys. Okay, we well, you can do that this. too. Actually, hey, do you have, are a thing. I'll trade you my 05 plus tons for that four link kit. Ooh, that's tempting. Although I already have a sixty, mm, yeah, but these so, are all five plus. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. That would. Mm, mm. All right, we might <laughs> have. Some. About it. About it. About hey, you want to get three hundred too? <laughs> you get to sell all the all the crap parts here. Cody, I'll come over there and slap you. It might be fourteen hours, but the sound of my fucking the back of my hand hitting your face would be absolutely worth it if you don't put those tons under there. Oh, I All will. that I mean, effort I to have, teach you. I have yeah. like, I have a guy, he, he's getting two more trucks at the end of this year. So I'll, I'll just have to okay, wait okay. at the end of this year to get okay. more tons. Fair. Fair. But, so, no, you, don't, you don't need tons. I'll throw in an extra high pinion 30 and an 8 and a quarter. Of course, I have a spare set of axles. I run a well, Dana no, I was 30 saying, like, a for Cody, right? You got a spare <laughs> set of axles, you'd be good to go. You know, Dana 300 <laughs> blows up, no big deal. Your axles blow up, just throw the other one in, right? <laughs> issue... That'd be great. Oh, shit. Yeah, my issue was when I got my, when I blew up my 30, my only spare axles were the Dana 50 and the 10.5, so I was kind of fucked. I had to go ahead and <laughs> mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I love my little axles though, but I definitely think I, I think the cage will be coming before the tons. No doubt in my mind. I know that's definitely going to be the case with my Jeep. It's getting a cage before it's going to get tons, just because I I've already like dented the uh, the rain rail and like almost popped another window. And uh, yeah, you doing a hybrid interior? What you thinking? Oh, definitely a hybrid cage. I just don't know if I want to do like Roast. the welder kit or do the um, who's the other one that makes like A to Z fab or something or I don't know. There's a couple yeah. different. Uh, so. so John Bryan, a guy in our club, just picked up a welder D 
kit. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with that. I, I don't Jeremy. know what that looks like, but I'm curious because it seems like, it from what I looks... understand, it's a better kit than the. Uh, uh, you forgot you the got name. Like... Oh, I forgot the name. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh. Maybe. Uh. DNC Fab. No. DNC. no not DNC. Yeah, uh. I don't I know. feel like it's Fabworks. No, uh, the Fabworks the one Mark's got. Yeah, my brain's not yeah. working. What did he get? Because I was just looking at his the other day. At I have Cabela's. no idea. I literally have no idea. So I, I, it's literally it's on the tip of my tongue, but it, it's the other one. There's two big ones. It's yeah. Welder the D the Welder D is supposed Exo to be Fab. like Exofab. Exofab. There we go. There yep. we go. And I think that's what his is. Is Exofab. Yeah, Mark has. I just don't like how high it sits. It sits so high on the front. I want it. I feel like like you could probably change that. You probably could. Like, but you, you no. But I've seen a lot of people do it that way, and it's, it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a a fault of the builder. I think it's just it's partially the kit to some extent, and it's a Cherokee roof too, right? The you can't get it low enough to have it sit on the edges nice without bending it more than they give you bends for and if you don't have a bender you're shit out of luck right well and that's my kind of dilemma now is uh, i mean i have the comanche that's going to need tube work my jeep's going to need tube work and it's like do i spend that much money on... you borrow my bender because i'm not going to have use for it for the next two to three months and then i grab it go. back at roush mm. so so hop to it bucko <laughs> i gotta finish the rest of the comanche first can i get can i get dibs on that afterwards <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Uh, just kidding. <laughs> if you figure out how to get it down vendor? to uh, Tennessee, you put it in the back then of the yes. truck. That's yeah, I, well, I throw it in the back of Graham's vehicle when he goes down to Kentucky at the end of the year. I mean, I've been wanting to go to Nashville, so like, I'll make a reason to go to Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> down. Um, we got a shooting range like quarter of a mile from my house. Or not a quarter of a mile, but a quarter of an hour. And then... Um, we have Windrock that is like just nice, mm. super close to me. Definitely so, want to like, check out Windrock too. Same. Although do I like, want to drive my Jeep that far. You pride yourself on <laughs> driving your Jeep, so that right there is the ultimate stamp of accomplishment. So no, even, have, even that distance is like for wheeling has got me like, okay, well I can find a trailer, I can make my truck tow, like we could make. No, it no, 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 no. Nope, I would drive. I would. 100% do it. Well, I guess if Luke's would, in Tennessee, if I really break it, I could just drive however far it is from him. And I could just fix, fix it in it. his trailer park. It'll be I great. Can, I work from home anyway. <laughs> so as long as I bring my... <laughs> as long as I bring my laptop and he's got half-decent internet, I could just pretend I got like nothing's internet. wrong for a couple weeks and fix it. <laughs> I got yeah. gig internet, man. Ooh, life there you is go. good here. Yeah. Yeah, I get better internet in Tennessee than I would ever get in Connecticut. Connecticut, 500 megs is the limit. Down here, we got gigs. Hey, no, it's not. I got fiber into my house. No, I'm saying where I was, Torrington. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fiber is the way to go. Yeah, but hard to find. Is it? I don't know. Both my apartments, I guess. I I don't have it. Well, yeah, if you live in a populated... I'm in a major area and I don't even have it. I live in fucking Springfield for Christ's sake and there's no fiber here. Deal with your dial up and shut up. We don't want to hear it. Dial up. Yeah, you're fucking. (laughs) I'm just over here chilling with 
in the middle of nowhere in my little trailer hood with gig. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Way to do it. So, you put the gig up and down. That's the difference. Fiber is usually it's, up. It's like up and down. They it's fiber. You... Oh, it is it's fiber. No, but you just boy. thought it was coax earlier. Oh, sorry. It. I would be incorrect. It goes through it's the phone gig, line. But it's yes. cable. Yep, it is cable. I'm so sorry. You probably have one. You have probably have gigabit down theoretical and uh, something else up. It's probably not. Uh, the yeah. same upload as it is download. That's how they get you. Is it Comcast having... or Xfinity? This is like totally unrelated to wheeling, but this is. Oh uh, well, you know, <laughs> I feel like given these are the, the fact, important things. <laughs> I feel like given the fact that we've uh, covered a shit ton of wheeling topics, we're doing okay, and the fact that I just moved cross country, a little bit of variance is allowed. Yeah. But um, no, it's uh, Spectrum. Oh okay. So. I know of them. Yeah, it's used them. Pretty chad. They suck balls. I had them before. They're horrible. Well, it depends on where you get them because, you know. They don't suck as much as Frontier. I was Mm going to say, I heard horrible things about Frontier, but where I live, Frontier is the one with fiber. And I have (laughs) the cheapest plan they sell at 200 up, 200 down. And it's awesome. So, (laughs) like, I think it depends a lot on where you are. What's it going to take to make you into a gamer again? Well, I'd have to plug my desktop back in for starters. <laughs> or do you want to sell your desktop? No. Okay. Hey, Nobody would want to buy my desktop. I built it in 2012. It do- what's the graphics card in it? Uh, uh, it's a GSX 980 or something. Fuck, at that's the time, worth it. I'll buy it. At the time, it was like <laughs> hot shit. Yeah, and, I guess so. That's still right. better than what you can get nowadays. Anyways, it's, uh, you sorry. Know. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree that we're probably getting a little uh, far. I got, I got like yeah. one more wheeling related thing. I, All right, I, I want to. Okay, I, I, so anybody who like even partially follows me on you know some social media platform may have seen the uh, the the slider I've been doing on this purple Jeep that I've been working on, and I'm that does look for, sick. I'm looking for criticism on it because I like it, but it's probably partially because I spent. A good portion of a day cutting all those fucking tubes and mocking it up. I think it looks pretty unique, and I think I may do a bar, um, like a kicker bar off of it, sort of like a slider. But uh, if, for people who don't know what it looks like, it's I got a two piece of two by two that is sitting where the factory rocker would go. I've got about six kickers of two because it's a piece of two by two. It's not a two by four or a two by six. It's a little, it's not nearly as strong as you you get with a two by six or a two by four in a beam with some bars going down to it. So I've got six kickers off of that between the, you know, the leaf shackle mount you know, the forward leaf shackle mount or leaf mount and the front of the uh, frame rail. I've got those all going down with a bend in it to keep the floor intact because if you don't bend it you have to cut the fl- you have to like notch the floor almost yep and I that's how i did my last I, I yeah i just did the uh you know the carpet we just redid the floor on the thing i didn't want to cut into the floor after we had just fixed it do you want me to be nice or do you want me to give you the meme answer uh give me give me i don't know don't be nice. Right. Criticize it i'm looking for criticism i if right. i wanted you to be like, nice i would have asked if you're it, gonna i think it looks the, great uh, 
if you're gonna put the fucking kicker bar on there, it's gonna look like you've spent a shit ton of time and effort to have knockoff shitty belt sliders that just happen to fit into the rocker panel. Uh, but that hurts. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely did the glance at one of the photos. Like, didn't look that close. But when I saw it, I thought it looked pretty badass. Okay, cool. It does look really nice. It, it like looks the, really good. Um, I actually it took a long, long of... fucking time to cut all those things out because the way the and I feel like with Cherokees, you think like, oh, it's you know, the measurements are the same front to back on the body on the frame. Nope. It is not, not at all. It was like subtle differences for each one, and it uh, mm-hmm. it it took a shitload of time. And to get those to actually sit flush with the floor. Right, I could have easily gotten. There's actually, if you look close in the pictures, the second one down is, and I, it's gone now, so you can't actually look at it. But the second one down is a little fucked up, but it's only because I welded it in wrong, and they're all tack welded. So I'll fix that, and then it'll be flush with with the uh, uh, the rocker bar that I've got in the frame. But I don't know. It was just, it's definitely different, and I got a couple of people who actually commented on it and said. I've never seen anybody do it like that and it looks sweet and I was like, "Oh, yeah, it was it sort of just came up with it on the fly, but I mean, it looks pretty good." Thanks. All right. Well, I'll I'll take it then. Yeah, it looks be... realistically pretty damn good. Um I'm a kind of against the idea of the kickers because of the whole idea on it was to make it look like it was somewhat close to factory. I feel like it really looks good as it is yeah and, and that's fair like, but it's also it's not my jeep so i'm gonna if the dude wants kickers put if the he kickers wants the on kickers on it i'll put them on it the other criticism i have is it seems like it'd be very hard to land the a pillar mount on yes that is another uh concern i don't know if you know that eventually he does want to do a cage I don't know within what time frame that is. Um, but that will make the A pillar a little more complicated. There, so I'm, you could definitely build a little platform off of it, though, and yeah. like land the, uh, the A pillar bar like on the little platform because uh, my buddy's Comanche, that's how his was set up. And I mean, I don't know. You could You can always add more yeah. steel. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's sort of where I'm at. Is if I needed to set it up so a you know a, a bar could hit the rocker or something close to the rocker, I could put a chunk of metal in between where the rocker ends now and the frame rail, and butt it up to that. Put a kicker off of it if I really wanted to go crazy with it, and it would be plenty strong. But it's not as simple as a two by six or a two by five right that's sitting in there and you just weld it to it and that was definitely initially a concern but uh, I I mean respectfully I think that it's going to come out pretty damn decent either way like I'm not seeing any major issues with it and even with what I had said you could probably like we were like you were just talking about modify it a little bit Mm mm-hmm yeah, I don't know. I just I thought it was a. Uh, it's definitely it's, overbuilt. It's overbuilt for sure, but that's I like overbuilding. Overbuilt things. is better than underbuilt. Oh, I agree. I mean, I got like 
So for reference, it's like two tack welds on each end of each tube, and the thing doesn't like it. It wiggles a little bit because it's got a lot of weight on it downwards, and it was forced up where it shouldn't have been. And the sheet metal is actually pushing against it. But other than that, it it doesn't move, which is, I don't know. Fully welded, it's not going anywhere, which was also a concern because it's kind of like the tube. It I don't know. Something about just a you know a six inch to eight inch piece of tube with a a heavier piece that it's supporting just for for me has always felt like non structural but I guess when you if you've got enough surface area and enough gussets it doesn't doesn't matter right I mean it all works together it builds yeah. a system this system is strong as a and it's gonna be piece. connected to that that whole top of the unibody is going to get sort of frenched into the existing piece. It doesn't look that good right now, but once mm -hmm. we're done, you know, stitching that in and making it work, it'll be it'll be part of the body. Right. Right now it's sort of a foreign entity that's just connected to the frame rail, not to the actual body, but yeah, another I guess you know another connection there at the top is it's going to be strong. I just <laughs> looking at it, you're like, that's not that strong. And I mean, I could see it'll be fine. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The only fine. other criticism like, I can come up with is you're using eighth inch tube to tie the slider in, so those are going to eventually just form into the floorboard. But also, how much? How hard does he wheel? How like what is his plans for wheeling? You know, it, it all matters he, on like he, what so, the person themselves wants. You know, yeah, he he wants to wheel, but. I don't it's I don't believe it'll ever be at a level that you know my Jeep or Colin's Jeep ever sees, right? It he it, it the thing has an it's off-roaded a no, I don't know if this one has. He had another one that we put parts on for this one. The, that was the whole thing. We swapped parts from the old one to this one. Some things were done wrong. Yeah, I was going to say I think that this one's been continuously in the build process yeah. throughout the entire time I've known about it. It's been a driver and it's been in being built. When it's done at Jacob's shop and where I'm you know where we're working on it, it's we want it to be in a state where it is you know a comfortable wheeler where you don't have to worry about I mean it's got a 60 and a 14 bolt. You shouldn't have to worry about it breaking with 37s, which is what it's on. Uh but there's some things that were not done well on it and we've addressed majority of those at this point so he does want to off-road and uh, i assume he probably wants to come out with us at least once or twice but i don't know how aggressive he's going to be with the thing but I, it definitely won't be nearly as consistent as you know my jeep or uh colin's jeep or luke's jeep or cody's jeep right i don't think it's going to be beat at that level so i'm not overly concerned about it not being you did you know, great like the don't. best way don't stress it, man. You did great. I yeah. just wanted criticism on it because it like the it was different than I don't know if like I said it's just all right. A, it was against <laughs> the grain, but we'll leave it there. Too we'll leave it there. And at this point in time, it's time for me to go and uh, throw some more shade at Jeremy. Do your fucking sliders already, will you? <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting. No, there. I gotta... we don't need them. Shut up, no. Cody. You <laughs> oh, no, we definitely need them. 40 and a 44. No. Leave it alone. We definitely need them. 
No, no. you don't need it. Yeah, you do. The, you need that. The, need... the front of the Comanche is done. The sliders are done. We rolled it out so that I could put a transmission in my Jeep, put coils in my Volkswagen, and do brakes on an Audi and another Jeep. And then we're rolling it in, and we're cutting the back of the frame off, and we're going to finish the back. And once the back of his... Ah, you know, so the you Comanche's finally done, accepted reason. Once Thank the back you. of the Comanche's done, I already have all the material. I just... I got to finish the Comanche before I do sliders on my Cherokee. So yeah. that's just the reality of it. I got to finish that one first. So once no, the Comanche is done, then I'll do the sliders. So I have literally everything to do it. Um, unfortunately, at this point, the rockers are so mangled that I'm going to have to like actually do some work in order to make the sliders go on. Because I have two by six and then I have two by two for tie-ins. I had to take a piece of angle iron and clamp my um, bent up piece of mangled door paneling and all that jazz mm -hmm. and hit it with a sledgehammer to get it back into position to be able to weld mine in. Yeah, mine are so my Jeep has no rust, so I'm lucky there. Um, but the rocker panels are so bent that I've started to mangle the actual door sill behind the edge of the door because I never wheel with the doors on. So I bent the rocker panels up so far that the door sill is actually getting mangled at this point. So that's cool. Yeah, it's it's gonna be <laughs> some actual work and <laughs> Yeah, so. I folded mine in to the point where my passenger door, the window track is bent and the whole bottom seam is like bent in, so it's sledgehammered out, but whenever water gets in there, it just shoots in past the door because the bottom of the door is mangled. Oh, yeah. No, the uh, the rocker panel is like hidden by the door when I put the doors back on because it's up so high. <laughs> <laughs> and Kish, I know you had said that you had something else wheeling-related to add, so... Yeah, um, Mark's rig actually fucks. Yeah, I... I I saw the videos that it, it was going up some stuff that we were having trouble on and it didn't look like it was any drier than it was. Or... No, it, it was literally raining. Oh, wow. So it was even worse. Yeah. It, like <laughs> it was literally actively raining for like an hour and a half out of the two hours that we were out there. And he has now done every single obstacle at my house. And he has the record time for quite a few of those obstacles. He's done right every now. single obstacle. What oh. about the one? What about well, the so one that sorry. Colin just blew his sorry. window out on? Did he do that yeah. one? Yeah. Did he do that okay. one? Because I mean, come on, I've got the that one just destroys. For that one. Okay. I mean, unless you're a so buggy. he seems smarter than that to go for that no. stupid line. So, <laughs> I didn't even show him that line, just because oh, so I've never. False hold, on, hold, here. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm putting my foot in my mouth right now, so fuck off. <laughs> so I've never actually seen anyone do that. Except uh, the first time it. that you saw except for the first time that you didn't. What are you talking about? I'm pretty okay. sure Mike Craig make it up it made it up it in his buggy. I have only seen people winch up it. Wait, I thought mm. He spotted me up at once. But you had a winch. I'm talking about the time that I didn't have to winch because I did that twice. I had to winch once and oh, the other yeah, time yeah, I yeah. didn't. I mean, as and long as you don't slide too far to the right, well, you're fine. So, re regardless That's of the, the fact, issue, I didn't think I I didn't think it was a good idea 
for just me and him to to try to have him tackle that. Oh, I don't blame you at all. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. You know, I, I, especially I, I thought, considering the track record of that obstacle. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that is the one time that I made it. I was on rev limiter before I even got close to that stump, and I just stayed in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what so, you have uh, to do. That and um, the the waterfall at uh, the Devils, whatever it is. Oh, he didn't go up there? No, he, he tried. He got denied. Uh, fair enough. I mean, it's a pretty fucked up obstacle, so I don't Which blame him. He, he put in a valiant oh, effort. The one that you one-shotted. And the double. The double. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. The yeah, double only one-shotted output. it twice. And yep. then um, that, uh, that spot that you guys always just uh, bump it up in between the two trees at the uh the back ledges there. Yep. He he tried like six or seven times, but his front end just did not want to climb up it. No, it, that huh. spot is it, getting bad. It does like, It's it almost be... as if there was a couple forty three inch holes right at the fucking bottom of it. That <laughs> <laughs> were all mud. Yeah. Miguel. Couldn't be Miguel. No way. <laughs> Let's just blame break. But yeah, no, like yeah. the uh, the back ledges, he actually made it up in like less than a minute and a half. Nice. He Those, he went obstacles... up it once, got denied, backed up three feet, got it the second time. That obstacle is always it's like it's frustratingly difficult because it doesn't look like it could, it should be difficult. You should be able to hit it from anywhere you want and just make it up. But there's so much loose dirt and shit that. Yeah, it's literally only going to... It's going to get better. It might get worse, like, as far as the obstacle, but... Excuse me. For the traction, it's going to get far better the more times that it gets ran through. Yeah, that's the thing. Every time I see pictures of people's Jeeps on it, and mine, and others, and it's always just... It doesn't look that impressive, but when you're actually there and in it, and you've been sitting there for, you know, five, ten minutes trying to move somehow forward and not take the bypass it it's it gets frustrating that one's a real See, mental game that's actually kind of the flip side of mark's perspective every time that because he he wanted to walk every obstacle first just to figure out what he was doing because it was mm-hmm. just me and him and every time he's like are you sure my jeep will make it up this it looks really <laughs> difficult. I'm like, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> you have so, a working winch. Well, he, he's he's at a stage where I feel that his rig outperforms him, and he's learning what it's capable of. Oh, where yeah. yeah, it and it's a crazy. There's some learning and that has to happen to get you to that point, which is why, you know, like when Jeremy was mentioning earlier that he wants a cage before he does one tons, like that's a, I wish I had gone that route almost because when you put one tons under something and you actually have a decent suspension and bigger tires, like it really changes the lines that are open to you. And you know, you're because your axles are bigger and you've got more, more meat and all the important places that, blow up your you rig suddenly becomes way more capable and then you're doing stuff that's just stupid to be doing without a cage and then it's a you know it's a safety factor that is just in your brain that's keeping you from going to the fullest potential so 
Yeah, think, that's definitely how I feel now is like I'm pushing kind of the limits of what I can do on the 35s, but I'm also getting myself in like very off-camber situations where like I have to use the rain rail in order to prevent the Jeep from flopping mm-hmm. and I'm roll- like rubbing it into a tree in order to get the line Yeah, and I'm like, I should probably be on 37s or 38s to do this, but I'm trying it on 35s <laughs> anyway. And I just, I don't want to flop the thing or get hurt. Yep. Yeah, it was, that was, for me, it was eye-opening because I started doing stupid things. And I was like, I, I, yeah, well, like, I can't push it. And Luke was there. He, I remember you telling me not to do certain things when I, you know, I was at a point where I knew the Jeep could do it, but there's a video a I driver, at Ma Bell of me like telling you to just cut it because you were doing some really you were trying really hard and you were like pulling your front end up in the air and stuff and I'm like dude you do realize that if this thing does not come back down it's not going to be pretty it might feel like you're planted but you're not and it took a lot for me to I went from a really agile Jeep to like this big heavy thing that like fucked in the woods. But there's a lot of fucking mass there that if it wants to get going, it's going to get going. So I'm totally down with uh, the idea of a cage first. And like I recommend that for Cody because Cody likes to fuck. Yeah, cage is definitely needed. I support that. I feel like we covered a shit ton of stuff. It was a really nice episode to pick back up off of. Uh, Anyone got anything else or? I'm all set. All set? Yes, sir. All right. I think, you know, make sure you put your cage in before you do your wontons and uh, make sure you've got some rock sliders and don't just use the factory unibody rockers (laughs) looking at you Cody fuck you (laughs) 